Did you miss Canty and Carlin? There are roughly 947,000 Christmas songs that you could have started Canty and Carlin with here on ESPN Radio. And believe it or not, that was second to last. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I'm Peter Burns. He is Drew Carter in for Canty and Carlin while everybody is fighting the traffic and freaking out about what Christmas gifts are going to buy last second, Drew. That's what it is. And, Peter, they might be uh, actually not fighting the traffic anymore if they're listening right now. They might have just swerved off the road upon hearing that song to start the show. We're off to a really brutal start. That's I honestly thought that yeah. was the Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas. <laughs> because the All I Want for Christmas, I mean, that again, Mariah Carey, that's the goat of songs, right? That, that, that You know Christmas starts right then and there. But, in fact, can we re-rack this entire thing? Can we just Give, right give me a heads up it, so I can take uh, my headset off. Yeah, here it goes. Okay, in three... Two, one, show starts now. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) I thought we were actually going to get Mariah Carey there. You're going to, unbelievable. All right. Uh, There you go. Thank you. Now I'm in a better spot. I'm in a better spot. Peter Burns. (laughs) <laughs> Drew Carter here. Let's try this uh, I feel like Zach Wilson at this point. That's what I feel like at this point. We're going to get into Thursday Night Football recap Jags uh, and the Jets 19-3, to and it was about as atrocious as that first song was here on Canty and Carlin. Uh, we'll also have the airing of sports grievances coming up today. You can hit us up on the Dr. Pepper call line, 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. But, Drew, I was driving around today like one of those guys. It's like, you know what, I think I – I think I've got Christmas set up, but I'm going to see if I can get one or two last second things. And I'm I'm going across the dial. I'm listening to Fitz. I'm listening to every single radio uh, show here on ESPN earlier today. And all it is, it's about Zach Wilson and the future of the Jets and Robert Sala, what he said. Very little talk about what Trevor Lawrence did and what the Jags did in a game that they needed to win last night. Like, to me, that's the story. Like, I, always, I already felt like Zach Wilson – like, I already knew what the book was going to be. I'm still trying to find out what chapter of the book we're on here early with Trevor Lawrence, and he damn answered the bell yesterday. Yeah, he was really good. I mean, the numbers, not eye-popping, 229 pass yards, 51 rush yards, and a touchdown on the ground. But he managed the game, Peter, right? And it was just mm-hmm. the dichotomy of Lawrence and Wilson, of course, the top two picks in last year's draft. I'm sure Amazon, if they knew what the schedule was in April of 2021 – they probably would have been like, oh, yeah, licking our chops. Like, we get Lawrence versus Wilson. This should be a matchup of quarterbacks for years to come. Not so much because it seems like Zach Wilson's time in New York might be done. We'll get to that. But Lawrence was great, and he didn't have to do too much because the guy on the other side who was drafted one pick behind him last year, which is crazy to say it was only last year, and Zach Wilson, like you say, the book is already closed on him. But Trevor Lawrence, all he had to do was not mess up, and he did that and then some. I think Lawrence has been really good this year. He's like quarterback six in fantasy football, which I know isn't everything, but he can manage the game like this. He's put up solid numbers in different games when they needed him to. They've won three in a row. They are a half game out of first place in their division. 
It's crazy. And a good opportunity to overtake the Titans, too, and possibly win the AFC South. We'll get into more of the in, in interesting divisional races here a little bit later on the program. But when you look at what Trevor Lawrence brings, and he always had that kind of moxie about him over at Clemson. For the first time, hell, Dallas Swinney, who doesn't like guys to transfer out or, or kind of tell people to go in a different direction. We saw that with how he handled DJ Uangalale and, and Cade Klubnick this year. Basically told Kelly Bryant, hey, man, this guy's the future. This guy is the, the next coming of a great quarterback told Kelly Bryant to go transfer Kelly Bryant did over to Missouri and all of a sudden Trevor Lawrence became that guy in college we were waiting for that we're waiting to see him blossom and frankly he didn't have it he didn't have it from a coaching standpoint and he didn't have it from a roster standpoint and Drew that's what I thought of last night when I'm watching this game as I watch Christian Kirk, as I'm watching Zay Jones, as I'm watching Evan Ingram, I'm watching a team that not only has a quarterback, but has an offensive-minded coach that's going to help him, but a front office that went to and looked at what they had, Drew, and said, how can we help you? And and that tells the story of, of why the Jags are right now and why the Jets, frankly, are on the outside looking in. Right, and compare that to to the Packers, we saw an Aaron Rodgers jersey in the crowd last night where it seems like Jets fans are already moving on to Brett Favre. Me personally, or to Brett Favre, to Aaron Rodgers. As a Vikings fan, I'd love that because, hey, Rodgers, go to the Jets, be terrible, then come up to Minnesota, follow the the Brett Favre route and have the best season of your career. Uh, But I digress. Seeing the Rodgers jersey, though, really crystallized your point, Peter, because the Jags did everything for Trevor Lawrence that they probably should have done his rookie year, but they had a roadblock by the name of Urban Meyer there. That was step one, getting rid of him. Credit to them for firing him midseason last year, not messing around. Frankly, probably what the Broncos should have done a couple weeks ago. Like, if you know, you know. And Nathaniel Hackett isn't nearly as much of a disaster off the field as Urban Meyer. But if you know, you know. And it feels like the Jags knew with Urban Meyer early last year. They got rid of him, bringing Doug Peterson, like you say, an offensive guy. We see what he did with Carson Wentz, an MVP-type season. And then with Nick Foles leading them to a Super Bowl, Nick Foles now the starter, I think, in Indianapolis. But, you know, you never expected those guys, uh, given what they had done to that point, to be as good as they were. And so for Trevor Lawrence to go from an absolute roadblock at head coach to a guy who unlocks his potential, that's step one. And then you mentioned the guys they bring in. And it's so funny with Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram, I feel like the consensus on those signings was, what are they doing? They really (laughs) overpaid, especially for Kirk. Kirk. Yep. Who I think I think was top five among wide receivers in terms of highest paid when he signed that contract. All of a sudden, you look now, and he's in the top ten in the league in most receiving categories. I mean, he has been a revelation for them this year. Plus, Ingram, back in MetLife Stadium, he was awesome yesterday. But it's also uh, Drew Carter, Peter Burns here on Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. And don't worry, Jets fans, we're going to get to Zach Wilson in just a moment, okay? There will be the Festivus airing of grievances, 888-SAY-ESPN is that number. But you go back to what Jacksonville has done. It's, it reminds me of what Cincinnati did when they knew that they had somebody special. They had a dude in Joe Burrow, and they said, you know what we're going to do? Let's go get him Jamar Chase. Let's go get him his little bosom buddy. And they had that that chemistry, boom, right off the bat, right? That was his blanket. And look what happened with Joe Burrow and the Bengals and the success they had. And even more so, look what happened with Trevor Lawrence and Peterson when they found out, all right, this is what he can do. This is all of a sudden the chemistry brewing with Ingram, with with um, Jones, with Christian Kirk. You think about it, since week nine, I don't know if there's been a quarterback that has played better than Trevor Lawrence. 14 touchdowns. One interception. And so now we see this, everything that 
fans wanted. Here's what Doug Peterson had to say in his postgame presser about how impressed he was with Trevor Lawrence last night. You know, I thought his uh, decision-making was was good. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd rather not see him take that hit at the end, um, throw it away a little sooner. But for the most part, I thought he did a nice job of, of controlling and managing what we asked him to do, you know, and the weather was obviously a challenge uh, with the wind and the rain. But, um, you know, I thought he did a – played tough again, played physical. Um, and that was really, really good to see out of, out of our quarterback. Is that your AFC South? Divisional winner right there, Ooh. the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> think about think about what we're saying that like that. Like even maybe what we're talking thirteen months ago, where Urban Meyer's the head coach, we're like right. this is an absolute disaster. They're going to ruin Trevor Lawrence, and yet now we look at this. The Titans are are an absolute dumpster fire, and in and <laughs> now Tannehill's not going to play. They're firing GMs left and right. Like Jacksonville's already put themselves in a situation, Drew, where they're fun to watch. They're fun to play. Yeah, four straight losses for Tennessee. You mentioned firing their GM. Kind of a head-scratcher, right, in the middle of the season. Uh, Tannehill out. Malik Willis didn't exactly light it on fire the last time we saw him play. You're right, the Titans are, are scrambling right now. And the Jags, listen, I mean, they're kind of pesky. I, I think they'd be dangerous if, if they got into the playoffs. Lawrence is playing so well. The defense is playing really well. I didn't mm. realize this until today, but Luakon, their linebacker, has 162 tackles, 13 more than anyone else in the league. They've got young guys playing really well. Andre Sisco out of Syracuse, third-round pick a couple years ago. Great to see that. I mean, this is a really dangerous team. I feel like in year two, a lot of the time, that's when a quarterback might catch you. Isn't that Hmm. what Burrow was last year? Wasn't Burrow in his second season? Last year? Well, was, was well yeah, because he got injured in the rookie campaign, and then, of course, right. in the sophomore season, you see him just take off, right? Yeah. And so it, it leads us to this. It was the sophomore year. It was the second year of Zach Wilson. You could be a part of Candy and Carlin Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. That's 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. Trevor's going to be under center here. Here we go from the half-yard line. ETN, the running back. Quarterback sneak dives with it. Oh, touchdown! He dove over the top. Then Trevor Lawrence, touchdown Jaguars! That's the good news. I'm just trying to be positive right now because you knew this part of Canty and Carlin with Peter Burns and Drew Carter were coming, right? It, it was, it was do coming it. down. It was on... On, on the breakdown and the rundown of today's show is that we were going to talk about what happened with Zach Wilson and how the Jets fans and the organization are handling this loss. Here's Robert Sala last night in the postgame presser of what needs to happen. Actually, this was today, earlier today, about uh, the future of Zach Wilson. Confidence is a big deal. It's confidence for coaching, confidence for players, confidence uh, in, our, in, our, in, in your own individual self. But, you know, I do know that he, he works his tail off and it's a tough thing to try to overcome, but it doesn't take much to flip confidence. He just needs to get on a little run. Just a couple of things happen, go his way, and felt like that was happening in the first half of the Detroit game where he he had a really nice first half. We've got to help him. We're not going to quit on him. Uh, we've got to do our best, and that's for every player in our locker room. We, you know, As long as they're wearing a Jets logo, we're going to pour our hearts and souls into them and do everything we can to help them. All right, so here's what Robert Sala really wanted to say last night, Drew. All right, you gave him the truth serum. You gave him a little eggnog. What he really wanted to say is that this was probably the best case for the Jets and the best case for Zach Wilson. And what I mean by that was that, listen, let's be honest with you. The AFC, the way it is right now with Mahomes, with Burrow, with the way some of these teams are playing, the Jets weren't going to go deep into the playoffs. They just weren't. It was fool's gold, okay? But at least now you understand 
that Zach Wilson's not going to be a part of your long-term plan. Like, uh, this, is, this is the positive part about that. And the positive part about it as well, Drew, I think it's good news for Zach Wilson. I don't know if this relationship with the city, the relationship with the teammates, Elijah Moore, the coaching staff, all of that was to a point that it was going to be repaired. In a worst-case scenario is had he actually played really well and the Jets still lost, then you kind of have this conflicted feeling about what to do with it. I'd argue it's not the worst-case scenario for Jets fans right now. Yeah, well, Peter, I'm going to give you the holiday cheer award for a positive spin. Uh, Just trying to be wor- positive. Not the worst-case scenario. Uh, definitely not the best-case scenario for Zach Wilson himself. They showed a cutaway to, to Fireman Ed at oh. the end of the first half last night, and I started to fear for Zach Wilson's safety. I, I thought Fireman Ed might track him down post-game and maybe use some of his fireman tools to inflict some damage on Zach Wilson because, dude, that was the that's the general mindset and the temperature of Jets fans right now is this guy might be the most hated New York sports figure in a long time, like now, since the guy who tried to buy the Islanders and didn't have the money for it. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, though, the good thing about Jets fans is that they're always very calm. Right. They're very rational. Mm-hmm. They take yeah. a beat or two to yeah. really comprehend how <laughs> the Jets stand in kind of the, just the way of life in the world. And sure enough, they were on uh, 98.7 ESPN New York earlier today. Let's listen to a couple of the calls here from Jets fans. Hey, guys. You know, listen, I'm a grown man here on three hours of sleep, okay, driving in a typhoon right now, trying to get to work. (laughs) And and I'm, I'm just, I'm embarrassed. I really am. I'm embarrassed. This team was embarrassing last night. They, they were ill-prepared. They were out-coached. Zach was horrible. The entire organization should be ashamed of themselves. They really, really should. Okay, Drew, bad example. Bad example of Jets fans. I, I apologize about that. Let me Jets fans, let me make it up to you, okay? I offer you this phone call earlier from 98.7 ESPN New York, a, a little bit of a, of, of a different delivery. Zach Wilson sucks. You ruined Christmas. Christmas is done. Thank you, Zach. You suck. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I like, I'm, I'm trying not to laugh because I like when the Jets are good. Right, there's certain programs. No, certain no, you don't. Franchises. No. I'm listen. <laughs> I'm trying to say it with a smile on my face. Don't what? Do, do you pull against Zach the Jets? Wilson sucks. <laughs> you Christmas. Christmas is done. Thank you, Zach. You suck. Peter, well, first of all, yes, I pull against the Jets. <laughs> Absolutely, they well, how, ruined why? Christmas for him and made it for everybody else. That is oh, a on. great present under the tree for the rest of us, Peter. If it is a festivus for the rest of us. Rest of us. When, when the Jets absolutely embarrass themselves and they are ill-prepared, as they say in New York, and everyone freaks out like that, dude, that is the best sports radio there is. So thank you, Zach Wilson. See, I don't blame uh, – what would the caller say? Play it one more time. Who did he, who did he blame? Zach Wilson sucks. Okay. You ruined Christmas. You know Christmas who, is like, done. Thank you, Zach. You suck. <laughs> that's on the caller that's on the caller to think that zach wilson what you saw all season long had not d- got to the point that it was going to let you down and, but here's the deal as bad as zach wilson played yesterday and he played horrendously bad right chris reveler comes in and i, I Who? Ju- uh, yeah, exactly i he didn't you know he didn't chris didn't even know that he was going to start 
Like, he literally yeah. probably showed up and go, hey, listen, yeah, I'll, we'll go grab dinner after the game. Like, it's fine. <laughs> like, whatever. Parents, like, we'll go do something. Had probably no idea. Like, in, in warm-ups, probably not even thinking. And I, I'm guessing Joe Flacco, who is normally the number two quarterback, is sitting there going, bro, I'm good. I'm just here to get the pension. Like, <laughs> you, you it's cold. You know I don't really don't want to do this. Y'all go put yeah. in the young kid. Let him go see if he can ball. He was fine with it. But yeah. I look at this and I go – This was also on the Jets' defense. They gave up almost 300 yards in the first half, Drew. Like this, I mean, listen, Zach wasn't great by any means. Um, But let's not not just pin this whole situation on Zach Wilson. Like, in fact, the the Jets' defense right now should probably buy Zach or at least get him a really nice gift because (laughs) we're talking about Zach Wilson today and Robert Sala, but we're not talking about the Jets' defense that absolutely were (laughs) atrocious in the first half of that game. Yeah, I don't think we have a call that says the defense sucks, the defense ruined Christmas. They ruined Christmas. You're right. Yeah, you they kind of, Hanukkah. <laughs> they, they kind of are. They're getting off scot-free here. Uh, I, w- I don't know if I would say they owe him a Christmas present. Maybe they're even after Zach Wilson opted not to take the blame in that press conference a few weeks ago, which is when it really felt like the entire city and really the country turned against him uh, because it wasn't just the poor play. It was the seeming lack of accountability and – maybe entitlement, Uh, but I get to thinking about, you know, the future, and PB, you mentioned how this could be a good thing for the Jets. I see where you're coming from because now we know, like if there was even a shadow of a doubt, 0.1% of Jets fans hoping that Zach Wilson was the guy, we know he's not. The problem is that defense has been pretty good for the majority of the season, and Joe Douglas has done such a nice job constructing this roster, which, by the way, is the reason he's going to keep his job with how much this Zach Wilson thing has blown up in his face. He's going to keep his job because he's a good GM. This roster is good. 52 out of 53 spots, pretty good. The only problem is quarterback, and they are too good to draft one of those top three guys in this upcoming draft, I think. They, they pick 15th right now. You look at McShay's last mock draft. He's got Young 1, Stroud right. 2, Levis 6, Anthony Richardson 11, which oh, feels ambitious to me, but that's what we're talking about with quarterbacks. I don't think they can get one this year. You go back and look, and again, it, it would be – Zach Wilson is the easy scapegoat here. There's no doubt. And and, and that's what comes with, with being the, the overall number two pick of the draft and the signing bonus that comes with it, right, and the headlines that come with it. Ask Mark Sanchez, ask any quarterback, ask Geno Smith, ask any quarterback that's been out there since Joe Namath. Like, you're going to go to bright lights in the big city. It's going to be on your shoulders. But what people aren't going to talk about is the Becton issue, uh, injury, the Tucker injury, even Brees Hall, right? That team was different. Like, if you don't have someone that's going, you're going to respect as far as a weapon, you go back and look at the numbers with, when Hall was healthy and playing with his Jet squad, and, and it's a different team. But regardless of what happens, it's almost those things, I'm telling you, Jets fans, are a blessing in disguise because now you at least know what direction you need to go. And it's not going to be with Zach Wilson. And I think that's good for Zach Wilson as well. All right, you got some sports grievances. You can uh, air them here on Canty and Carlin with Peter Burns and Drew Carter. The number is 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. All right, coming up, NFL has one team right now where the current structure is not sustainable. And it's going to change how one division handles itself coming up the rest of the year and the future. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. 
shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, always presented by Progressive Insurance. Drew Carter, Peter Burns here. Going to be joined by Jeremy Fowler in just a second. But, Drew, I, I reached that point where I was – I got a five-year-old daughter and a three-year-old son. So, I'm, you know, going out there. Santa's coming in a couple of days, as we all know. Wink, right. wink. And um, so, all that is taken care wink. of. And this is yeah, a family-friendly show. Yeah. So, and I'm thinking <laughs> I'm going shopping. And there's a battle in my own world, in my own brain, because I wanted to pick out, like, 15 presents for my kids – and then I looked at every single one. I'm like, this is going to be the biggest pain in the you-know-what to actually clean up. Like, once they open it up and we're going to play with it, it's going to be great for seven minutes, and I'm going to have to spend like an hour and a half cleaning up the bubbles or the Play-Doh and whatnot. And so you'll get there one day, my friend. You don't understand the battle it is of having two kids under six at this point. Well, I already know Strong. that once, once you become an adult, uh, everything yeah. in life is a question of, is it worth it? It's like That's the, true. It's like the Dwight Schrute test in the office. Am I an idiot? Would an idiot mm-hmm. do this? Everything mm-hmm. in life is, is it worth it? So picking up the presents for your kids, which I don't know why you would do that since Santa's doing it, but if you're true. helping him out, That's it. then yeah, Just everything's is it worth it. Yeah. Uh, was it worth to take Zach Wilson over at number <laughs> two of the 2021 NFL draft? Uh, real quick before we get to Jeremy Fowler, here's what uh, Jets callers were thinking about. Zach Wilson sucks. He ruined Christmas. Christmas is done. Thank you, Zach. You suck. ESPN senior NFL reporter Jeremy Fowler does not stink. He is one of our favorites right now. Jeremy, you were in the building um, <laughs> yesterday. What was that like? Like, Paint us the picture here on ESPN Radio. Well, you were just talking about Christmas toys, uh, Peter. It, watching Zach Wilson last night was kind of like watching an adult dad trying to put together a 500-piece Lego set for his child. Like, it was just painful uh, and stepping on every single process. one of the legos in the middle of the night yeah, too yeah. stepping on them yes yeah the, the, the confidence was uh, was clearly uh, shot last night um yeah it was shocking because they bring in chris streveler and he throws like a couple of four yard passes and the crowd just goes crazy because they're just starved for any sort of quarterback play and i think it's 
you know, they've, it's gotten to the point where you have a, a vicious New York market piling on a young quarterback, and, and so that's where it's, it's a little sad, too, you know, um, because he's – Zach Wilson's clearly tried to take this the three-week reset he had being benched the first time, and he's trying to do better and say the right things, and, um, you know, it just it has gotten worse. So uh, you felt that, uh, that that tension was palpable in the stadium last night. Yeah, and you mentioned Chris Strebler there, Jeremy. He's the fourth Jets quarterback to play this year. Uh, now that it seems like it's obvious that Zach Wilson isn't the future, we heard Robert Sala say today that you haven't seen the last of Zach Wilson, whatever that means. What do you think they do for the rest of the season? Is is it Mike White's job whenever he comes back? What's the answer there? Well, they are hoping that Mike White comes back, yes. Um, he would start if he is healthy enough and cleared for contact. That's really the main thing. He's, I'm told he's been looking around. For any second opinion that will clear him for contact. <laughs> An 11th he opinion. Really to, yeah, he, he really wants to play. He wants updates, and he wants to get out there. So, And there's a decent chance of that. We'll see. Um, if not, I, I don't get the sense that they want to play Zach Wilson. Um, so they'll just kind of have to decide who gives them the best chance to win. But I, I don't believe that they think Chris Streveler gives them the best chance to win. Um, but they, it's, it's weird. I talked to somebody – um, you know, close to Joe Flacco, and Flacco doesn't expect to play. It's almost like he's been released, even though he's not playing, because he's on the roster, but they're clearly not intending to use him. Uh, last night would have been the time to use him. With the playoffs on the line, by the way, like right. you still have a chance to do it. I, I was still a little shocked they didn't go to Flacco, even if he's not mobile anymore and is aging, but he's still, you know, he, I, I thought he was their best option last night. Zach's out. I mean, uh, Joe Flacco's out there just like drinking eggnog. He's like, bro, I've got. I, listen, I'm good. I don't need to have like. Let's not get injured here. But the end part of my career, we're trying to get some, um, you know, some pension money. We're we're all good. Jeremy Fowler joining us right now, talking about the uh, Jets and Jacks. All right, I flipped it on the other side, and I started today's show here in Canty and Carlin, Jeremy, by saying, let's stop. Let's enough about Zach Wilson. Let's talk about the, the next it guy. And what we saw with Trevor Lawrence, specifically in that first half. I mean, how real is this Jags team right now? And are they contenders here in the AFC South down the stretch? Yeah, they're legit. I mean, it's yes. They uh, just kind of like being on the sidelines pregame and talking to some people, and they're you know running through their players. You know, to people on both sides, both teams, about Jacksonville's roster construction. Um, you know, Trent Baalke deserves deserves credit. He was you know. Uh, had sort of an uncertain future there for a few years, and there was some speculation that Jacksonville might move on. Last offseason, that proved to be unfounded. And, uh, you know, they bring in like seven or eight fairly pricey free agents, and they're all playing well. Um, You know, from Evan Ingram going off last night, Zay Jones, good player, uh, multiple guys on defense, cornerback Darius Williams has come to his own, like the linebacker from Atlanta, uh, Foyer, Luacon, like they're, they're all playing pretty well. So it's, it's a pretty complete team right now. I don't, know if, I don't know if they're a true contender yet, but they're knocking on that door. And there's no reason why they can't beat Houston and Tennessee, mm-hmm. which would put them in the playoffs. So, uh, you know, they know they have their destiny in front of them, so to speak. And, I mean, they left probably at least 10 points on the board last night. You know, they win 19-3 to and could have easily been 29-3. to Yeah, great on both sides of the ball. Now shifting gears to the NFC side, here with Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL reporter. You recently wrote a story with Josh Weinfuss about the unrest in Arizona with Cliff Kingsbury, situation described as not sustainable in that piece. Uh, what's the most unsustainable thing about that organization as it's currently structured? Ooh, okay, well. I, I, I know you, you got a lot to choose was... from. Like, reach into your stocking, Jeremy, and pick one out. 
So, well, I would say they're just the, – the current setup right now is not sustainable because you have a, a pretty – still a pretty young head coach who is looking at a roster with none of the offensive pieces on it. They're all injured. And then the roster is not that great as it is. And a, a GM who's not there. Um, and, you know, he's on a health-related uh, leave. So, you know, we don't know what that is. And that's obviously a, a, something to respect. Um, but, you know, the truth is he hasn't really been in the building for a long time, uh, dating back to, you know, a while ago. So, you know, everybody's sort of on an island. So they, you know, the uh, Cliff and Kyler – Coexisting is a question. That's a major question. They've grown distant at times this year, for sure. You know, gaps in communication. Um, you know, there's some palpable tension there. So now I think some of that's been corrected at times, but then he got hurt. Um, so, you know, just that, that's the biggest question. Can those two kind of find synergy again? Or do they need, you know, a new coach to kind of reinvent Kyler Murray a little bit? So those are just all questions that have to be answered. It's, you know, they can still all come back, but there would be fan apathy they'd have to deal with. And, you know, it, it, it'd hardly be a slam dunk uh, that it could work out. But, they have, you know, they, they typically don't change GMs very often there. They have two in-house guys who are working on an interim basis, Adrian Wilson and Quentin Harris, that they like. So, you know, a lot, it, it's hard to predict what, what under Michael Bidwell is going to do here. And again, never underestimate a good GM. We're seeing that right now with what the Jags and how they've built that roster and getting Trevor Lawrence some guys. We've seen it with the 49ers, despite not having great quarterback play. Not necessarily the case over in Arizona. Jeremy Fowler, um, we appreciate the time. And last second question for you. Are you good at wrapping gifts? I feel like Jeremy's a good gift wrapper. Terrible. Really? Terrible. So I'm I'm left-handed, so I have terrible handwriting. (laughs) <laughs> terrible things that require like small motor skills to make something look neat. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's an issue. So I, I need to just go buy some. like all the Christmas bags yeah. and the paper, you know, so you can just throw it in. I, every year I forget to do that. So I'm sitting there wrapping tonight. I'm going to have to wrap a bunch of gifts and it's going to be a problem. Um, I'm, you know, you guys can give me a few tips. I'm sure. The good Lots news is just, just let Santa do it. That's the way to do it. Jeremy <laughs> Fowler, you can follow him on Twitter, J Fowler ESPN, uh, right there. 888-SAY-ESPN. All right, it is uh, Festivus. We're doing a little sports Festivus right now. Is it Jets fans that want to call in right now? Is it Cowboys fans that are worried? It doesn't look like Odell is going to be headed to the Cowboys, which I think is actually a good thing. Your sports grievances callers coming up next. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Peter Burns, Drew Carter, in for Canty and Carl. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Peter Burns, Drew Carter, happy holidays, Merry Christmas to you, a couple days away, people frantically, frantically searching for last minute Christmas gifts right now, the show always presented by Progressive Insurance, I asked uh, earlier Drew about, because today's Festivus, right, like are you familiar with it, right, from Seinfeld, the airing of grievances, yes, December 23rd, I didn't realize that today was Festivus, that's correct, I'm familiar with it. You have to air the grievances, and you have feats of strength, whatnot. Still one of the greatest Seinfeld uh, episodes of all time, right? The tradition Uh, of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. (laughs) I got a lot of problems with you people. (laughs) Now, you're going to hear about it. And you're going to hear about it here on ESPN Radio. 888-SAY-ESPN, airing of the sports grievances right now. Jock is in Nebraska. What's up, Jock? Hey, I'm a Broncos fan, and my grievance is what else does Nathaniel Hackett have to do to get fired to show he can't be a head coach? (laughs) And just as a franchise, when are they actually going to invest some draft capital in the offensive line and fix that? Uh, Jock, we appreciate the phone call. It's tough because, Drew, my conspiracy theory for the Denver Broncos was always this. And follow me. I think the first step is easy. It was Nathaniel Hackett was hired because they thought that they could land Aaron Rodgers, right? Right. But – and and clearly Aaron Rodgers almost kind of like – Bro, I like I want to I can't wait for Hackett's here or gone so I can show you exactly what I can do. That's just the Aaron Rodgers way of doing things. But to d- dive one level further, I always thought that when you hired Hackett it was because to get Aaron Rodgers. And the reason why you had to go out there and get Russell Wilson, albeit it not working right now, is because you knew that team was going to be on the market. You needed to have some buzz right now. Think about this, the Commanders might go for almost 7 to 8 billion dollars. We just saw the Suns franchise go for 4 billion dollars, which is crazy to me that these splash hires was more about headlines and what you can create in some worth and value than it was the actual coaches itself. And that's why it hasn't worked right now. And, and, and truth be honest, I don't even know how much the offensive line would change Russell Wilson and the right. Broncos at this point. Right. I mean, you could have five bona fide Hall of Famers in front of Russell Wilson. I don't know how well he'd be performing this year. Uh, it's funny you say that about the ownership because we're talking about an NFL franchise here. I don't think you really need to make that splash, and you'd still be fine. You'd still sell for a bunch of money. And now those owners step into a situation where they gave up all their draft picks. They have a terrible old quarterback on a big-time contract where they owe him a lot of money. So not the best way to start your ownership tenure. It, what's interesting, Drew Carter, Peter Burns here on Canty and Carlin, what's interesting is the Broncos remind me a little bit of the Jets, but in a different part of the maturation process of a quarterback. And the fact of I don't think that Zach Wilson had the locker room with the Jets. Right? I don't think he did. I think that's the reason why there wasn't a whole lot of energy. I think that's why they played flat. I almost feel like that's the same way, but on a quarterback at the end of his career with Denver, is that I don't know of how many of those teammates have Russell Wilson's back. I think they thought it was cool. Hey, he's a big name. It's Sierra, the whole deal. There's a little <laughs> vibe. Let's ride Broncos country. Yep. Then they realize, they're like, man, is this guy corny? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm <laughs> buying this. And it feels like if there's a flat situation there in, in, in Denver. And that's tough because that's a, that's a proud franchise. Right. And to go back to Jock's question, I think maybe Nathaniel Hackett has to go into every home in the Denver metro area, steal the Christmas tree, steal Christmas. That might be enough to get him fired because what they've done on the field this year should be plenty. Oh, Columbus, Georgia, we go. Terry, sports grievance, what do you got? 
happy holidays, everybody. Hey, listen, I'm a long-suffering Atlanta Falcons fan. This is my 56th season of rebuilding. When is Santa Claus going to bring us a real team down here, man? Can y'all tell me? Is Arthur Smith the right guy? We just got rid of Mariota, and, you know, I don't know that Ritter's the guy. Man, we're in a quandary down here. The thing is, and thank you, Terry, is the airing of uh, Falcons. Um, you had success, of course, and the Matt Ryan chapter has closed for many, not only for the Falcons, but maybe for the Colts uh, a, a, as well. But, Drew, the question is whether or not, you know, Desmond Ritter, is he that guy? Like, this is what happens when you you don't necessarily strike gold at the quarterback position. But but do you just keep going back and back and back until you land one of those guys? That's That's the question mark for the Falcons. Right, and they haven't really invested that much in the position, right? Ritter was not that high of a draft pick. I mean, I, I do want to push back on Terry a little bit. I mean, 56 years of rebuilding, you were in the Super Bowl not that long ago. I know it didn't go that well for you when, uh, when you got to the second half, but you were in the Super Bowl. They're one game out of the division. <laughs> one game out of the division. They could sneak in there at 7 and 10. So it's not all bad in Georgia. That that is there anything worse right now than being in the NFC South? Because I hear that from Saints fans, I hear that from Falcons fans, and I'm like, man, we're just so bad. But we're right there. It's like that Alonzo morning gif where it's like he's shaking his head, like, no, no, no. Well, okay, maybe. Um, because again, now all you're doing is costing yourself draft picks that you could actually use for a little collateral down the road. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. All right, uh, Craig in Michigan. Thanks for joining us here on Canty and Carlin. What's up, Craig? Hey, fellas. Um, my biggest concern is nothing with uh, NFL or anything, but you guys saying that um, that you have to clean up after your children and your kids and stuff after for an hour and a half, you need to cherish that. Sit down and just watch what they're doing and just love it and cherish it. It's an hour and a half worth of cleaning. Big deal because – you guys have more time than that for your kids, and I, that's all I have to say. And Merry Christmas, you guys! And I just turned into a grandpa, thank God. And uh, <laughs> well, Craig, thank you. You see, that makes me want to be a better parent. There I am complaining about if I'm going to buy the kids this for Christmas, I'm going to have to spend an hour and a half cleaning up the play-doh and all the <laughs> and all these little things. And Craig's just like, dude, it goes by fast. All right, life lesson there from Craig. Yeah, thank you, Craig, and congratulations on, on being yeah. a grandpa. That's awesome to hear. Yeah, give it, give yeah. Peter a little uh, reality yeah. check there. Make Love me that. feel like Zach Wilson right now. <laughs> Not in a very good mindset. I'm Peter Burns. He's Drew Carter. Future Hall of Famer joins us, joining us next here on ESPN. Canty and Carlin, weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.